0: Hey everybody before we get started with the show today i want to give a quick spoiler warning and disclaimer if you haven't seen the show indian matchmaking on netflix please go watch it uh it's a great show about the south asian matchmaking process um it's very interesting and entertaining um i also do not want to be the reason this show has been ruined for you so if you have not seen it go see it and then come back thank you well, so I'll, I'll tell you that yeah that's true <laughs> all right <laughs> Um, All right, so we can get started, and all right, yeah, let's just just jump right into it. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Never Intentionally Podcast, the show where we may offend you, but never intentionally. I'm here, as always, with my uh, homie Bilal, aka Billy the Kid. How you doing, Bilal? What's up? I'm doing amazing. Nobody cares. Shut up. Uh, We have two special guests with us today. First, I want to introduce artist extraordinaire and professional excuse for a Sagittarius, uh, Shruti. Hey, Shruti, how you been?
1: (laughs) I'm good. How are you guys?
0: We're good. We're good. Great,
2: great. Next up, we have a good friend of mine and fusion dancer, Ria. Ria, how are you doing today?
3: I'm good. How are you guys doing?
2: Great. Okay, so today, for the episode, we're going to be talking about a pretty controversial, but I think entertaining show, Indian Matchmaking. It was trending a lot on Netflix and definitely like just... If you're brown, you've probably heard of it. If you're brown, and... you have to
0: have watched this shit. <laughs>
2: like honestly. <laughs> and like personally, I-, I watched it with my sister like the day it came out and maybe the day after. And like regardless of what the show really showed, um, just that show that show existing in general, I think was so good in terms of like representation and like In in, just in my opinion, like, even though it was definitely flawed and we're going to get into that later on, I think that, you know, it still sort of sheds some light on it because a lot of people have a very, you know, probably, like, unilateral definition of what arranged marriage means. So I just, I thought the show was entertaining to say the very least. What do you guys think? What about you, Um Yeah,
0: I mean, arranged marriages have always had, you know, especially in modern times a misconception and that like people have no choice and stuff. Um, Obviously Mm. we'll get into that, but in terms of, you know, representation, I think finally Netflix and other platforms like Disney are breaking into that, um, you know, POC culture and trying to represent it in a positive light. Um, Uh And so while this show has its flaws, like you said, I think it's a good start um, in that sense. Rhea, Mm -hmm. Shadi, do you guys have any preliminary thoughts about the show? Like, what was the first, like, impression you had after, like, watching the first episode about
4: it? Um,
1: Okay. Well, I think kind of similar. Um, I think it's a really good step in terms of representation. And I think, like Mm. Bilal said that, you know, people tend to have a very one-dimensional view of what an arranged marriage was. I know, like, my parents had an arranged marriage, and so, like, as a kid, if I, like, said that to anyone, they'd be like, oh, my God, like, what the heck? Like, that was just, like, something that was never heard of. So I think it was good in that aspect. And then when I first started watching it, I I was so hooked. Like, I did not want to be hooked, but, like, it really brings you in with, like, the, like, kind of reality TV show format, which I think they did a good job with.
3: Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Because when I first started watching it, I was just like, "What the heck's going on? Like, this doesn't make any sense. This is so controversial." But it was definitely a super addictive show, and I do agree Mm -hmm. that it's like a right step in the direction of more representation in mainstream like American media, and I really appreciated that.
0: Mm -hmm. Just out of curiosity, like, out of us four, like, would you guys be open to a possible arranged marriage, like, way into the future? Um, I know I definitely would be okay with it as, like, a last resort, um, but there's, not, <laughs> there's not, not, not like, I'm just advertising myself out here, too. I'm just saying. Anyway, the point I'm trying uh... to make is, like, as a last resort, when I'm, like, trying Someone's to get married, desperate. And... all right, calm down. No need to, need to make it personal. I'm going to kick you off. Um, you brought it up man that's true i brought this upon myself but yeah i think down the line um people look at it in a very negative connotation in our generation Uh when uh it really doesn't have to be um
2: yeah um yeah i mean my parents are from pakistan they had an arranged marriage (laughs) um but it's definitely very different now and definitely in america i mean as you kind of saw as the show sort of showed i mean that's there's it's so different because, you know, South Asia is such a diverse place and there's so many different types of communities, but like just in general, you know, there's it's it's a lot it's a lot more just about like, you know, finding options and then sort of figuring out where you want to go from there rather than like, you know, being put in a very like high tense pressure situation where you kind of have to pick. I mean, it, it definitely depends. I mean, that's just what I've seen with my sort of like extended family and things like that. But I mean, i wouldn't be totally opposed to it but i mean i've, I've always i've al- even from a kid i've always had a pretty like bad
0: impression of it not to, not gonna yeah, lie. yeah i think we all did at first yeah so i mean i, I we can probably just jump right in here um yeah. just a quick hot take um that I, I would probably talk about on this show is um you remember that like very first person that um aparna met with Shwini. He he was a bit older, right? I think it was he was like seven oh, yeah. years older. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think there's such a big concentration, especially in arranged marriage culture in South Asia, for you know, um, the like either, either the groom or the bride to like both people should have like very traditional like jobs in the sense that like you know how like South Asians tend to look at like doctor, lawyer, lawyer, engineer. Um, like computer scientists as like those jobs that are like quote unquote desirable right mm-hmm. I think i it was really off putting for me as somebody who enjoys the outdoors um and being an outdoorsman for <laughs> a mom to literally say Shwini the loser, just because he enjoyed yeah. the outdoors and then he like had his own podcast as an author, like, not one of those traditional jobs. Future you. that bro. Yeah, literally my future <laughs> me. Like, what do you mean future? This is us right now, bro.
2: Nah, bro. I'm not going to be that washed up.
0: All right, whatever. Point I'm trying to make is it just really, like, it was really off-putting yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. to see someone who had grown up in this country make such, or not grown up, but, you know, like, she's been here in this country for a long time, um, make such a statement. Um, I just felt like directly attacked myself. So, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I just, yeah. Know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Brown Optics can be very vicious. It's not that surprising to me that she that's, says something yeah, like that. I mean, true. who who knows what they're saying off the cameras too? Like, like if that's what they're showing on, <laughs> on the, the show, the camera, who right? the hell knows what? Who knows what what a part is what I'm saying? And like, I do I mean, I, you have to think about it in another way too. That she's probably just like. That's her way of like, I mean, yeah, it's mean, but that's her way of like sort of looking out for her. She's probably very defensive of her daughter. And like, I'm just, I'm trying to, I'm trying to see it in a different way. Cause I mean, to, to anyone who saw it, she just comes off as like very, you know, not the nicest person. Not but, the nicest person at yeah, all. Yeah. But I, I don't, I don't know. I think there's always, there's, a, as we'll talk about later, there's always two sides to everything. Yeah. Um, what did you think, Rhea?
3: Yeah. There's always two sides to everything I mean that's Mm. the mindset she may have grown up with and that's just like who she's surrounded herself with so I don't fully blame her for being that judgmental Mm. it's definitely not the right mindset but we can't like fully attack her for it because we don't know her background so.
0: Yeah that's fair. Shruti. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think the same thing. And I also think that it just comes down to expectations because at least from <laughs> what we could see from the show, especially with, like, Aparna, she had these extremely unrealistic expectations. Yeah. Um, And I think that was kind of what they tried to show that, like, if you're looking at an arranged marriage yes you have expectations of like certain values and certain things that you guys both like but like salt
4: flats like do you know what i mean like she was so- <laughs> oh yeah Bolivian. yeah Bolivian. <laughs> Bolivian. <laughs> salt flats. right mm-hmm. so she
1: was so like streamlined you don't in her expectations <laughs> that like mm-hmm. um i don't know her mom also had that same thing and if the slightest thing was wrong it was like immediately yeah, like go yeah. into defense and like get the perfect uh, groom for her daughter
0: right exactly mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, just in, in general, she was she was sort of looking at it, like, even uh, I remember C-Monty was saying, like, she was looking at it like a checklist. You know, like, she wasn't looking at them mm-hmm. as, like, a person. She was mm-hmm. just looking like, oh, does he mark this? Does she he was dead? trying to Let's order some guy
0: off Amazon, man. Let's be yeah, honest. Totally, like, totally. Like, like, was, like, was, a, yeah, totally, like, totally. Nice she was, like, gotta have a nice job, but not a lawyer. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> gotta be tall, like, whatever. Like, it was literally a checklist. Yeah, right. Yeah.
2: And I feel like, in a way, the matchmaking process sort of allows that to happen though, you know? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the the way it works is that you give preferences like like out out and about, you know, you just meet people and things kind of happen that way. But like, you know, you don't like you don't meet someone and be like and just start like asking them a hella questions <laughs> like, "Oh, you, what type of job do you do what this and that," you know? The whole the whole way the matchmaking process is set up is that, you know, things like that can happen. I mean, not everyone's going to be like a parna, but, you know, I'm it's not so, it makes a lot of sense to me that she's kinda of like that.
0: Just imagine going on like a first date and then like giving <laughs> giving the girl you're with or the guy you're with your entire LinkedIn profile right there. Yeah. That's, pretty that's literally what that was. Yeah. Um, I mean And then like when the guy messy. said what well, what what's say like relaxing ten days for you and then she was like, Ten <laughs> days? What do you mean ten days? Like I'm a busy woman. Like <laughs> right, calm down. <laughs> Nobody's asking you to take a for vacation, but so like, what would it yeah, be? Like? I know. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was whack um, as hell, but um, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, I think at like the, towards the end of the show, she actually got a bit more open-minded. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and I, she actually did find someone, right? I forgot his name.
4: Um.
0: Did oh. yeah, yeah, she? Yeah. It was. It was. It was that one guy dude. who bought that. Oh. Yeah. Exactly. He bought like the bouquet of flowers and everything. Um, for oh, her. Oh yeah. Yeah. That right it was after a shaker but yeah she, like eventually she did find <laughs> someone you know so good for her yeah and i think once you like open up those restrictions and expectations a little bit you know amazing things mm-hmm. can happen obviously mm-hmm. um now that being said right we're talking about like Aparna had a had hella standards and expectations right whereas you know someone like nadia on the other hand clearly had very little except that the guy had to be, you know, maybe a bit taller than her at best. Like, she was very mm-hmm. open about it. She was pretty tall. Um, yeah, she was. she was. She said she was, like, yeah. 5'9 or something. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, obviously, that doesn't work out for me, but it's okay. <laughs> um, don't, don't give up. Yeah, gotta. Whatever, short kings, man. Okay. Okay. Um, but, yeah, like, Nadia, she's a very bubbly character, um, and she mm. didn't have that many expectations, and I think that also has to do with the fact that A lot of traditional South Asians and Indians, especially, would not look on her like Guyanese descent as I don't even like to say the word appealing because that just feels so objectifying. But Mm -hmm. essentially, that's what it is in this mass matchmaking process.
4: Yeah.
0: Um, and so she felt that she couldn't have as many expectations. She just really wanted, you know, a nice person, right? Mm -hmm.
4: Um,
0: and so. She, also, she basically had a lot more options to choose from. And I remember the interview yeah. process, like, after she was saying that like, she got, like, hundreds of proposals and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so just that, like, small mindset change can, like, open up so many more things for you, I, I think. Yeah. Does anybody have any, like, you know, preliminary thoughts about, like, Nadia? Um, because I know she yeah, was, what like, do you guys think about the her? golden girl of the show, right? Yeah, <laughs>
3: I liked mm-hmm. her vibe. I like that she was open to like meeting new people, despite knowing that her background or like her origins would be an, like be a block
4: mm-hmm. in relationships. Yeah. yeah.
3: But I just liked her vibe and how positive she was about the whole process. Yeah. Right. right.
1: Same here. I thought she was so sweet. Um mm-hmm. And then when I first watched this show, when I saw Vinay and, like, what that whole thing happened, I was so angry. I was like, why would you do that to her? Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, what Samantha was saying, it kind of, like, goes into the matchmaking process, like, the slightly problematic aspect where everything is, like, based on, like, race and, like, how fair. And, like, she would, Mm -hmm. Simanti would always say something like, she's slim trim and, like, fair. Like, mm-hmm. that's where you kind of see that, like, maybe darker sides of South Asian culture where you're, like, Definitely. picking and choosing.
4: Yeah.
2: yeah. Um. Stumath, how about you just go ahead and say <laughs> how you feel about Nadia so we can um, get out in the open.
0: Yeah, I'm probably going to get, like, killed for this after. Um, but basically, I don't like Nadia. Um, and this is, like, after the fact, right? Um So... After seeing what Vinay did, I had the same, you know, audience reaction that all of us had. We were just like, you know, screw Vinay, he's an a-hole for ghosting her, right? When I understand the first time he had, like, heat exhaustion and stuff, so it's not really his fault and he wanted to, like, keep it, um, like, no excuses with her. But then the second time it was portrayed that he had just ghosted her because of an argument with his sister or something, right? Um, Her and her friends were just waiting at the bar, right? I think as the audience, we tend... To, especially with reality TV, we tend to objectify people a lot um, without realizing that you know, they're actual people with actual feelings and other stuff going on in their lives. Um, so the article that I read afterwards, apparently Vinay actually didn't ghost her. It was the other way around. And so mm-hmm. it's really, a, you know, it's like a one-v-one situation. It's like he, he says versus she says. But when you think about, like, the intentions that Netflix has, they've already portrayed Nadia as like this golden girl of the show, right? Yeah. Imagine how bad it would be for ratings and how bad it would look on her if they had, you know, actually revealed that she was the one who ghosted him. And so it seemed almost too con- convenient to just blame it on Binet, um when it was actually the other way around. And so after reading that, my perception of Nadia changed like almost immediately. Um, and it's crazy how just how easily TV can spin perceptions and, you know, reputations of people. Because I'm trying to imagine what, like, Binet probably had to deal with in terms of a lot of people thinking he was some kind of, like, douchebag when he's really not, right? Um, yeah. And so, obviously, it's not um, a black-and-white scenario where it's, like, his fault or her fault. They, were, they both made mistakes, but it was just portrayed dishonestly, in my opinion. Um, and that really hurt my uh, perception of Nadia. So... Yeah, Yeah. that's my take on it.
2: I mean, uh, see the thing is though, like I don't think you can really take either side though. Like you don't really know what happened, right? But I mean, I mean, I don't know. I just think, like, of course Nadia had like the perfect personality for this type of show, where she can just like win over anyone who's watching it. And like, if she is really that nice and great, then like I'm rooting for her. But I mean, Vinay, yeah, I saw that thing afterwards he was saying that you know she was the one who stopped talking to him and things like that so I mean things like th- it's always bound to be more complicated than what you see on the show so I mean it- it's just it's hard, to, it's hard to be a judge of character because it's just it's so artificial
0: at the end of the day right yeah Shruti, Rhea, do you guys have any you know thoughts on the fact that it's yeah, not as I clear think- cut as it was meant to be
1: I think it's the same thing. And I think that just comes in with reality TV too. And we can yeah. take Nadia, but we can also take like Aparna. Like you don't actually know what their characters are because it's, you know, cut and chosen and woven in a way oh. th- that makes it entertaining.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, I think reality TV has always been like that, whether it was, um, like you remember that other Netflix show that happened the really cringy one, Too hot to handle or whatever um, where it just like spun these personas this. in the weirdest way and then threw in a cash prize to like show what people really were. Um, reality shows like that have always been kind of weird to me because like first of all you're like putting yourself in front of millions of people right so that's already um really stressful, and then they go out of their way to make things even more stressful for you and so People are so quick to judge these days um, without remorse um, or regard for, because as the audience intrinsically, we're like, okay, there's no consequence for me judging this person. But the little percent of people that actually, you know, take it to heart, go online and attack this person or tweet about them or some stuff, right, eventually it does get to that person. Um, And that can be very damaging in my opinion. So I just Mm -hmm. felt bad for Vinay and how he was portrayed. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but um, you know, look like first okay. So Vinay was an entire character, right? Like, um, yeah, I did think he was a great conversationalist. Obviously, like, they didn't they have? I don't know. Little... I didn't like it. It was kind of weird. <laughs> oh, that... Wow. Okay, that was super. <laughs> um,
2: I don't know. And the first thing is like, <gasps> I hate ketchup,
0: and she's like, yeah, what that's what I was doing? about to say. Like, it was kind of weird that they both like didn't like ketchup. I was like, it's ketchup. How can you not? I mean,
2: he was, he wasn't weird guru remember that guy guru guru that guy pulled up the first guy that nadia saw oh yeah, with the- oh, my yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah. didn't have
0: yeah. a beard and he was just like yeah hey what's up what's up yeah uh, you-, you know what's f- yeah you know what's funny about know. that though right so in the interview that i saw with um uh, and guru is in it too right yeah. well apparently a lot of audience members felt that nadia got catfished by him because in the picture he had a beard
4: <laughs> yeah um, yeah but then when
0: he showed up he didn't right like <laughs> it really goes to show that like the audience member has no regard for the fact that these are actual people. Cause first of all, he's a doctor, right. And especially in Indian culture, I know because my grandma tells me to shave my beard all the time, um, <laughs> especially in Indian culture and that too in medicine, um, having a beard is seen as, you know, dirty in India, especially South India. Um, and so it would make sense as to why he was, maybe had an inclination to shave his beard at some point. Um, and so people jumping to the fact that he catfished her on purpose or something was just so weird to me. It's kind of ridiculous. It's kind of objectifying, <laughs> but Still besides, dangerous. besides the point, man, he was super awkward <laughs> in that date. Yeah. yeah I,
2: mean, I mean, whatever. I just, I don't know. Whatever. I mean, let's, I'm going to be real with you. My least favorite character of the whole show has got to be Akshay. <laughs> because that guy was a total pushover. He didn't do like his mom was scary <laughs> as hell, I'm not going to lie, right? But like holy crap. The whole time he didn't have a single thought for himself. He was wishy-washy. Like every 5 seconds they just showed him talking to his cousin. Like they were just okay, wasting was, time like there was more <laughs>
1: sexual chemistry between him and his cousin. <laughs> yeah. Oh my oh, god. god. The tension there was wild.
0: With the tension there was so
2: wild. <laughs> <laughs> what is it doing for the show? And then, like,
1: and then, and then he had,
2: the, he can't even have a real conversation with the girl. And then he's like, I think I'm ready to get married now.
1: Yeah, I
0: know. Oh, I was like, on the a hell. <laughs> it wasn't even a conversation,
1: dude. <laughs>
2: Oh my god. It wasn't it was even just, a
0: conversation though.
2: Yeah. Remember that she, she like he would just be like, "Oh, what are you doing?" and she's like, "Oh, nothing." nothing. And like that's the whole thing. That's that, it. that phone the call whole was thing. so
0: awkward. Yes. The phone call was so. I'm awkward. getting married
2: now. Okay. That, yeah. Actually, I just oh. Dude, Akshay's conversation. I saw, sorry, go ahead.
1: No, I saw that none of them actually like got married or went through with yeah. the yeah. matches. So, Dude, Sima yeah.
0: flex that she was the best matchmaker in Mumbai. My <laughs> <best>. <laughs> Best was yeah, really my great man. She really wasn't, <laughs> she, dude. She was zero for six, bro. What do you mean? <laughs> That's worse than you shooting, like playing basketball. Um, okay. Anyway, <laughs> no. What, what I was going to say is, you know, Akshay's phone conversation with his fiance. <laughs> Like, that was more dry than how I talked to my dad, right? Like, like (laughs) the The call is at maximum 42 seconds. Hello, beta, how are you doing? Hello, beta, how are you doing? Uh, Papa, I'm (laughs) fine. Uh, Are you doing homework? Are you eating properly? Yes. Okay, bye. Right? It was that conversation that I had with my dad was better than the conversation he had with his fiance. It's just terrible. (sighs) That was so <sighs> awkward.
1: You know who my favorite character was? I loved Vyasser, okay? Yeah. Oh, that yeah. man oh, yeah. deserved versus. everything.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't I the first bad. girl didn't the first girl leave him because he didn't have like his salary wasn't high enough or something? Huh? Well, kind of oh, toxic. Really? Yeah, that's what it was. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. It kind of slowly fizzled out or whatever. But like, yeah, he's like the sweetest person ever. Um uh.
2: Yeah, there's nothing bad to say about him. He's just a great guy.
0: Yeah. I think uh, we can all agree Vyasa was probably the best person on that show. It was just the right? nicest. For sure. For sure. All right. And you felt so bad for him, too. Yeah, I really did. I, I mean, he, see, at the end of the show, I thought he and Rashi would actually, you know, like, see it it's through. Together. Um, but then I saw that they didn't in the article, and I was like, what? No way. Hmm. Um, and yeah. apparently they didn't. They don't even keep in touch much anymore. The only couple that like kind of kept in touch was Pradhiman and that model. Um, oh my god, oh.
1: Pradhiman bothered me oh. so much. Every yeah. time he <laughs> came on screen, I wanted to punch his face.
0: Pradimon oh. and his night in his nitrogen. He thought it was hot shit, man. Oh my god. Yeah, he and his liquid nitrogen. Like, weird the way he, appetizers. The way he would say
1: he was, like, looking at physical and mental attractiveness, <laughs> but wouldn't look at, the, like, wouldn't meet the girl if she yeah. wasn't, like, physically attractive. To yeah. Sure. I thought that was so funny. You
0: know, as soon as Seema showed him the girl that he did end up, like, you know, um, hitting it off with, right? And he was just like, oh, why haven't you showed me girls like this, like a model or whatever? I was like, are you
4: kidding me, bro? What the hell? Uh um,
2: I mean, yeah. But the thing is, the whole point is the show is to get these type of characters, you know? Because if it's just some super regular person, nobody's really going to care, you know? Like, Aparna invokes a lot of reactions, the human does. (laughs) Everyone does in their own way. So, I
0: mean, I I think it was
2: it it made sense that they did, like, characters like that, you know? Like, I'm sure people love the human. I'm I'm sure people hate him.
0: Yeah, do you guys think that when Netflix was, like, finding these people, they, like, interviewed, like, hundreds of people, and then they just, like, picked the worst people that they, like, possibly could... (laughs) Um, or something like that, because that's they, honestly what it like. That's honestly what it felt like. They picked like two like amazing people, and then everyone else was just super annoying. <laughs> um,
3: I mean, that's what gave them like a storyline. Yeah. If they picked ordinary nice people, the show would be kind of dull and we wouldn't be. You know, they that's that, that's right very now. true. Yeah, I think <laughs> that
0: yeah, like that. Like I said before, that's what reality TV has always mm-hmm. been: some sort of mm-hmm. you know controversial entertainment for the masses. Yeah. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know who I. I think I think, okay, so I know a lot of people will say like Vyasa was their favorite and stuff. I think my favorite was definitely Rupam um, oh yeah, so she was because, really nice yeah, yeah she was she was extremely nice, um and also like she has to deal with the fact that she's a divorcee, right, and that's yeah. seen as there's a huge stigma against it, especially in India and South Asia in general, I think
4: yeah.
0: um and so yeah. she, like her having to deal with that. And then you know she obviously found ended up finding someone on Bumble or on whatever Bumble. on Bumble, right? So good for <laughs> not her, even Seema. Like what Seema do for her? Really nothing. Yeah, exactly. But see, that's what I'm saying. Seema's <laughs> not that good, man. Best
4: matchmaker. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, all for one. the show. Yeah, dude. yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Rupam had to deal with like so much stuff throughout the show. Like, first of all, her dad was super overbearing and like had like his own requirements, right? Yes. Um, even though he knew and, like, Seema knew and she knew that her options were limited because of that unfair stigma. Um, So she had to deal with that, all right? She had to deal with the fact that she was a divorcee. And, like, the way she kept such an open mind and just asked for, you know, a really nice guy was really touching because it's just, like, you have to be aware about these things, right? You can't be like a parna when you just, like, have a giant list of weird things that are like weird expectations. Right. So I think Rupam kept it simple. And at the end of the day, all we need in life is a very you know good person. That's going to treat us nicely. And I think I really yeah. appreciated her list being that short and simple. Very um, sweet, Sima. So,
1: thank yeah. You. I think it was really nice that they let, they showed that aspect because yeah. it at least, at least from India, because I'm from India, you can see that they like hide away divorces. Like it's like the worst thing that could <laughs> mm-hmm. ever happen. But, like, the fact that they brought her out onto the show and, like, showed her that there were still options and, like, kind of yeah. showed her having a hope, like hopeful ending, I thought that was really nice. Right, because yeah.
0: shit happens in life, you know? Yeah, if we put every divorcee down because of that, it's just inhumane yeah. almost. Um, so the show did a really good job with that. You're yeah. right. So
2: I want to get a little bit more deeper into this. What did you guys feel? How did you guys feel about, like the general, just like, I, I'll just say colorism that was over and over in the show? Like, did you, think that, <sighs> did you think that it was accurate? Did you think that it was really problematic? I don't know, just initial thoughts on that.
0: I'm not going to, I didn't actually see it as much as I thought I would. Um, maybe that's just because of how society's progressed. But um, richer at the end definitely was like, um, oh not God. too dark and that yeah. pissed me off so i mean she also said she wanted to be able to wear five inch heels um still and short. the guys don't need to be taller than her like first of all she was a pretty tall like looking person she was at least five yeah. eight right like she definitely wanted like a giant like an nba player um or something like that and so like her list was insane man but we'll get to that later yeah. but um yeah the colorism yeah. thing has definitely yeah. always been a problem in indian society yeah
1: yeah i think so too um
4: Mm -hmm.
1: i think colorism is like they i think they were accurate in portraying that it was there because it is there and especially in arranged marriages and in the generation above us it's very like oh like don't marry anyone too dark like they have Mm -hmm. these stupid restrictions Mm -hmm. but like i was hesitant because we have such little representation in the media that i was so worried that like when people watched it like who are not south asian they'd be like oh my god this is like the only thing that they like you know look at so i was like worried from that perspective but i don't know what you guys think
3: yeah i agree with you i was worried about that like Mm -hmm. it's gonna create stereotypes that are not necessarily an accurate representation of what just south asia is as a whole but i definitely agree that the show did a good job of like showing that colorism is a real thing and it's there even subconsciously if the person isn't explicitly mentioning yeah. it mm-hmm. um but yeah i'm not saying in this like a hassan minaj <laughs> but <I'm> just, like, <laughs> it's definitely gonna create not a very accurate representation of a new and developing mindset that's also there yeah
2: that's yeah. no, very well put
4: mm-hmm.
2: it's like it's either like they didn't show it and then all the brown people would be like, you know, where is it? You know, it's true. Yeah.
4: Or they, they show it and it, it,
2: either way it's going to, you know, it's, it's going to be something very controversial and it, it definitely exists. I mean, it, with our generation, especially if we're being brought up here, we're not, we're not thinking that way. I mean, generally. So like, as, as Rhea was saying, like, If your parents are saying it, if your older relatives are saying it, like it's in the back of your Mm -hmm. head somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, even if you try your hardest to never think like that, if it's been told to you since you were a kid and that's just how you saw like the world, because when you're a kid, you know, your parents and everyone around you has the most influence on you. Like, you're gonna, it'll be there, you know? And I mean, you saw it on the show. I mean, I'm sure it was even more prevalent. They probably, you have a light version of how it was, <laughs> to be honest, too. Yeah. Because I mean, it, it's so real and it's it's it happens all the time. So. Right. Mm-hmm. And
0: it's not just you know your parents and your grandparents telling you this stuff. It's like anytime you watch Indian TV or something when you were younger, right? And you'd always see those fair and lovely ads.
1: Fair and lovely, um, literally. Oh right. Institution. like Institution. <laughs>
0: it's just yeah. colorism has been so institutionalized in India, um, oh. and it's just. And, like, South Asia in general, sorry. Yeah. Um, it's, mm-hmm. it's just such a big problem, man. Um, and I didn't... Yeah. yeah, like you said, I didn't see as much of it on the show as I expected to, but mm-hmm. the few places that I did see it, it was very, you know, emphasized. Um, yeah. And so that could create weird stereotypes. Um, and obviously, it doesn't reflect the, you know, progressive changing mindset that is um, taking place in South Asia and then the, like, our generation in this country, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Now... Talking about you know progressive mindsets, do you guys remember? Um, Seema has an associate in like Delhi, I think, who was apparently <laughs> supposed to appeal to the younger generation or whatever because she, um, be- because she had a progressive mindset or whatever. But then she ended up literally objectifying women, um, <laughs> saying that women should compromise in a relationship and whatnot oh. compared to the guy, especially when it came to careers and stuff. what's your guys' opinion on that? It's, like, Rhea and Shruti especially.
1: I was watching with my mom that (laughs) episode, and I, like, paused and went on, like, a 20-minute rant because I got so angry. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, like, she acted like she was so progressive, but this whole, like, it's true that you need to have compromise and there needs to be equal compromise between two partners in a relationship. Like, that. definitely. But, like, the way she phrased it, where she was like, I picked up without any questions and moved across the country to, like, save my marriage for 20 years. Like, I was like, you can't expect someone to do that without thinking about their own, like, careers and prospects. So I thought that was really, like, a double standard.
0: It was almost like guilt-tripping, in a sense.
4: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Like, emotionally blackmailing Ankita into being okay with it when she really shouldn't be because she's had an established job and everything, right? Right, and um, acting yeah.
1: like she wouldn't get a partner if she didn't do that.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's kind of... It was super hyperbolic, in my, hyperbolic in my opinion. Um, yeah. Really messed up. And Rhea, what do you think about the fact that like she just kind of hid the fact that the guy that she met with was a divorcee, right?
4: Um, <laughs> do you
0: think that... I forgot this lady's name, by the way. Do you think the progressive Gita? lady... Geeta. was that yeah. her name? Geeta. Do you think Geeta... Yeah um did that on purpose or she like legitimately just forgot
3: I think she definitely did that on purpose just judging by her manipulative nature mm-hmm. again i don't know the full story i'm just like going off of what she was portrayed as on the show but like i think she definitely knew i feel like that's a big thing to not know especially if you're a matchmaker mm-hmm. and i think she hid it on purpose for whatever reason i i really don't get it but yeah she definitely did
4: it on purpose yeah,
0: yeah i think and then, see. C- obviously, Ankita went back to Seema and was like, "Okay, your friend literally didn't tell me this shit. Like, what's going on?" And Seema even was caught off yeah. guard with it. So, Ankita definitely had to probably deal with a lot of surprises and that shouldn't be there.
2: Yeah, she. she I felt bad for her. She kind of had to go through a lot yeah, of shit. Yeah, exactly. And like,
0: I don't know. She would just,
2: just her whole story throughout the whole thing. I don't know. It seemed. It just seemed like she was like, put in a lot of situations unfairly. And a lot of things weren't her fault, you know? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess the thing mm-hmm. is, they can't show, like, I mean, even though none of them ended up being together, some of them some some of them were, like, you know, a lot more, like, happier, I'd say, mm-hmm. or a lot, some of them were just a bit, you know, it was a lot more rosy of a picture, I, I should say. But then some of them, like, Ankita, were a lot more realistic, and mm-hmm. it showed, like, a different image, because she was right. progressive. That's really independent. Yeah, yeah. And that's not always, always this, you know, looked upon thing in these types of matchmaking processes. Exactly. So, right to say included her she, she was You know, great.
0: speaking yeah. of crazy ass stories. Bowser's backstory is hardcore, man. Yeah. Like that's yeah. a superhero backstory. That's Batman's backstory basically, dude. <laughs> dude yeah. his dad went to jail for being abusive toward his mom, right? And then um he just like I don't even know like I, I don't remember properly but something about hiring a hitman to get his mom killed yeah that's yeah. crazy I've never heard yeah. a story like that in like the Indian and South Asian community so that was wild and the fact that he was so open to sharing it with the audience I think was mm-hmm. um very really scary. It's, it's very emotionally taxing for him right so it's, that's just wild to me it's crazy um mm-hmm. And it looked like he had a hard time telling Rashi as well at the end of his like arc, but um, crazy ass story. That's wild to me, um, and the fact that he's just such a happy, um, go lucky person.
2: Yeah, I think that's, it's even a bigger deal because he's had such a like tough life, mm-hmm. and like it's just a testament to everything because he's such a great has such a great personality, such a positive personality. Exactly, and it's, like, it's even
0: more impressive that he's like that. Yeah, you know? I think we. Really covered everyone here except Richa, um, at the well, very end, right? Yeah, yeah. But,
2: but, but, in in a bigger sense, what did you guys think of? I guess the main character Sema. Like, did you guys think she was entertaining? Do you guys think she was a good matchmaker? Did you, and her analysis, like, of all the situation, did you agree with it? Did you think she was off? what th- did you guys? Think?
1: I think she was coming from a good place. I know there was a lot yeah. of like, on Twitter, people hated her, people loved her. But I think I think she had a business to run, but, like, genuinely was coming from a oh. good place. But, like, there were a lot of, you know, rooted values in there that you can kind of see, like, the way she, like, analyzed profiles and, like, the standards of, like, oh, like, matching, like, the height and matching the skin tones and, like, you <laughs> yeah.
4: know,
1: things like that. Yeah. Yeah,
3: I definitely agree. It's, like, maybe not something she's consciously controlling and just what has been, like, taught to her or, like, what she's yeah. seen around her since she's grown up or whatever. Um, yeah, overall, obviously, I don't like her because she had, like, major issues with her judgment in terms of, like, knocking yeah, people off. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't, like, blame her or anything just because that's how she grew up. And right, she's mm-hmm, very yeah. old-fashioned
0: yeah. in that traditional matchmaking mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and go ahead Bill.
2: i mean i mean she, uh, obviously she was super like methodical about everything mm-hmm. and i mean mm-hmm. that's just because she had so many damn clients mm-hmm. and like i remember she was working with her husband they just had all these spreadsheets, spreadsheets. and shit yeah. and i was just like damn like it's not an easy job because like you're kind of you know you're you got people's in a way you have like their futures in your hands not in not in a total way but in in, in a way that you're kind of pairing them together
4: Mm-hmm. But
2: yeah, I mean, I definitely think it's a super stressful job. Like, even though she's like a kind of a character, I mean, that's gotta be like, it's very just um, taxing on her. And like, I mean, in general, I mean, I thought some of her, like, she she really didn't like Aparna. Like, every time she got a chance, she'd be like, Aparna's too picky. Aparna's never gonna find love. <laughs>
4: and, and, uh, I mean,. Uh,
2: it was kind of it was kind of harsh but i mean at times a part of pissed you off yeah. and you're just like yeah
0: yeah right.
4: i'll
0: tell you i'll tell you okay. what about sima is crazy though her connections mm-hmm. insane like it's she had, had that yeah. Face yeah. yeah that face reader he was on point about everything <laughs> and then there was the astrologer who like didn't know what the hell he was doing he was wrong about everything That's but nice, the face so reader was on point about, um <laughs> so i don't know man <laughs> I, mean, I'm, I i i'm into astrology and stuff Um yeah and so to me it was just like dude you're terrible just stop um <laughs> and then seeing the face reader just be like Aparna is probably gonna get married within like blah 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 blah. and then she finds that guy yep. and then like yasser <laughs> and rashi are like the perfect match which they were unfortunately it didn't work out it was mm-hmm. just he predicted that really well um i have i do have a confession to make every time the doorbell rings um I'm afraid that Seema auntie is going to show up, come in. <laughs> Hi, I'm Seema Taparia from Mumbai. And it's a recurring nightmare now. <laughs> um, so, I have a yeah. question
1: for you guys, though. Yeah. So looking at Akshay and huh? his mom, do you guys think that oh my- that mindset with, like, South Asian men, like, being coddled and, like, kind of... Only like looking to their mom and expecting their, you know, wives to fill those very like stereotypical roles. Do you think that's still percolating in our generation or do you think it's kind of going down?
0: I think I think it's case def- by case, right?
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Go I ahead, think- Rhea. Sorry. Go
3: on Rhea. Oh, you're good. Um I think in our generation that's definitely at least I personally have not seen that being an issue, fortunately. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's another big stereotype. Like, never have I ever have you guys seen that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, what was the deal with um, Kamala's, <laughs> I don't even know her name, Nolini. She was just like, yeah, he's going to be looking for someone who's exactly like his mom. So honestly, mm-hmm. at this point, I feel like that's more of a stereotype, stereotype. Mm-hmm. than like it yeah. actually happening. Right. But then again, like, that's just my opinion, personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
2: I go, yeah, go ahead, Suma. actually.
0: No, it's just, I, I think it is a stereotype, and I used to see it on TikTok as well, like, um, you know, these Indian mama's boys and all. Um, and I've been asked it by people before, like, are you also stereotypical mama's boy? I'm like, no, my dad raised me, sorry. Because um, my mom is, you know, she's very successful. She's always been working her entire life, um, and I admire that about her. And so my dad really had to, you know, step up and take care of a lot of the domestic things at home. Um, and so yeah. I grew up around that environment and I get along um, a lot better with my dad than I do with my mom, if I'm being perfectly honest. And, um, I love them both to death and they both have taught me very different values in life that I'll cherish forever. But, um, it, it definitely is a case um, by case cause I do know some mama's yeah. boys. Um, <laughs> but I also know some guys who actually can take care of themselves and take care of, of their future wives and stuff. Um, two of yeah. them being... Uh, right here, me and Bilal. So, <laughs> there we go. Um, uh,
4: okay.
2: <laughs> um, I, I'm I'm kind of a mama's boy. I'm not gonna lie. Are you actually? Like,
0: yeah. Like, why don't you ever tell
2: me this? Me, What's my time? mom. Me and my mom's <laughs> always had like. Me and my dad are maybe more similar, but mm-hmm. um, my mom's always been like, like I just like a friend I can rely on. You know um, why, Bilal? It's because you're.
0: No, I actually don't want to know. because it's because you're the youngest child and you were coddled when being.
2: No, see, no. Here's the thing, though, because I'm—it's me and my brother, and then we have two older sisters. <laughs> and I'll be honest, like we were treated a lot better than our sisters, like in terms of just being like, like our, like our mom especially. She was a lot more lenient with us. She would, you know, give us the benefit of the doubt. But like with our older sisters, she she was a lot more strict. She expected way more of them. She, was, she, she, put, she imposed a lot more restrictions on them, too. Yeah. And it's not like that in every Brown family, of course, but it was definitely there in mine. And, you know, I think, and I know a lot of, a lot of Brown guys who are in a very similar situation like me. Like, the Brown moms definitely, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying this, I'm not speaking for everyone, but they tend to, you know, I'd say favor their sons yeah. or at least show them. Treatment. I mean, it's definitely yeah. true. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. And it's a stereotype
0: st- for a
2: reason. Yeah. And like, it's very explicit with, you know, Akshay and <laughs> there and in India and everything. But I don't think it's not present here. I just think it's been covered up and it's just been shown in a different way here, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, just like so many things, just so many traditions are just changed in a way that's more palatable for a lot of people. When you come to America or you come to another place just in that same way like it, it definitely still exists. it just it's just done in a different way and it's a lot you know like it's just kept in your head and you just think about it to yourself but no i definitely do think that exists at least for a lot of people
4: right
0: yeah I, that makes sense for sure um as times change people also find new ways to um go about you know subtly doing things but um yeah doing the yeah. same and i don't like i'm I'm going to make a pretty generalized statement here. Shruti, Ria. correct me if I'm wrong. It is, you guys as brown girls do have a lot more shit to deal with on a daily basis in terms of expectations and restrictions than um, we brown guys do. Um, especially with like, you know, going out of the house and things like that, right?
4: Yeah,
0: um, I, I, would, I would say so. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, it's been pretty well documented. I think yeah. that has always got to do with the traditional you know patriarchal society that south asia is um and i'm glad that things are you know kind of progressively changing but it's still a super super big issue that you know needs to be addressed by um hopefully our generation if we can but um Mm -hmm. that's a different conversation and you know into the future yeah um Let's see, what was, okay, the last thing I did want to talk about was, a little bit, I know we talked about this with Aparna, like, way before, um, the girl at the very end, Richa, right, um, I definitely mm-hmm. have a bone to pick with her, just because, okay, my first initial reaction was, okay, she's a good-looking girl, why, why is she on this show, right? I a lot, actually. Um, like, she, yeah. I don't, like, I wouldn't expect, like, she would need a matchmaker. And then she opened her mouth, man. <laughs> she, had, she just would not stop talking. Like, literally would not stop talking. Yeah. She said five-inch heels at least. Um, the guy <laughs> still needs to be taller. She said the color I is in the full That's a
1: personal. Yeah, that's, of that's a personal offense to took
0: Exactly. I took that one personally. Yeah. Um, just thinks about that all the time. First of all, is it, like, how hard is it to walk in five-inch heels? I assume it's really <laughs> difficult, right? Got to bleep that <laughs> out now, shit. Um, what but yeah I, I
4: mean I, yes it is
0: Yeah, Richa really pissed me off at the very end like mm-hmm. I was starting to finally like, like the show kind of and then she came along and <laughs> completely ruined my mood it was so yeah. annoying Uh
2: what do you guys like there's probably going to be a second season mm-hmm. do, do you guys ha- like I'm going to watch it obviously <laughs> like do you guys have like good expectations. Are, is there anything you want to see more of or something you know that wasn't even on this show at all? like Anything that comes to mind?
1: Hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah, Rhea, go ahead. Sorry. Um,
3: I feel like I'd like to see like a different matchmaker, just a different perspective and someone who's actually progressive and yeah. maybe not just yeah. calling herself progressive. But <laughs> I also feel like it would be cool to see Fima... Try to match up
0: different people, in the amount sort of matches worked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She needs to get her shit a together. Man. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Truthy, is there anything in particular that you would want to see in the second season?
1: Um. I. I don't think so. Other than seeing if any of them actually fully see it through. Like, I mm-hmm. want to see one couple go uh, all okay. the way. <laughs>
0: okay. I mean, we got close with Akshay and his. <laughs> <laughs> whatever like I wouldn't even consider that a real couple <laughs> um, I think one thing that yeah. I'd want to see is you know someone who's like an orphan or is like estranged from their family because that's seen as a very bad omen in um, South Asian culture um, so I, w- I would want to see how Sema or whoever the next matchmaker is you know tries to put that together because uh-huh. I think that would be really interesting to watch um, yeah but yeah, that's what I would want to see.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, I think just the way the show is, like, just new people being in it, it's always going to keep it like spiced up. Yeah.
0: As long as you have um, a really good like negative to positive ratio, more negative people than positive people, yeah, then you can have a lot of drama and reality TV. So, yeah, uh, mm-hmm.
4: yeah,
2: I mean, uh, it's it's not it's not one of those shows that you can really you really like have a lot of expectations for. It's kind of just like dumb entertainment in a way because I, I don't know <laughs> it's, just, it's just a show that like it hooks you in and you have to watch it like yeah. I was watching it and I was like okay I have to watch the next one I have to watch the next one like it's, it's not really a show that you're like oh I love this it's so funny it's so right. entertaining I can relate to it so much it's just more just like you know I want to know what happens like just go, start the next episode you know? right yeah exactly.
0: but, it was a yeah. super quick watch for me I don't know about you guys but it took me at max one and a half days to watch it all yeah, yeah same, the same. Yeah. I mean, it it is addicting in a way, um, <laughs> especially because we can relate to it to a certain extent. So we kind of just binge through yeah. that. But yeah, um, it's going to be a while before season two comes out, though. So hopefully Netflix has some other weird reality TV coming out because <laughs> at this point I'm just deprived. <laughs>
4: <sighs> <sighs> Tough life. But
2: but yeah, I mean, representation is still representation. Definitely. So. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think it's still it's still a it's still a cool thing just to see it like on Netflix and mm-hmm. you like oh damn you know, like that's stuff I've seen you know personally so. have you Yeah
1: exactly yeah. I I had three different like friends who are not Indian or, like, South Asian text me and be like, did you watch the show Indian match? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they were, yeah. like, so baffled by it. And then they were like, you said your parents had an arranged marriage. Was it like this? I was like, no, not, <laughs> not exactly. <even> close.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Back in our parents' day, I don't, even, I don't think there was as much choice. Like, there was still some element of choice, but not as much as this show um, right. definitely had. So mm-hmm. Definitely mm-hmm. But um, times change, and people change with it. One thing about representation, I don't know if you guys heard Disney's announcement about uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. Um, It's about an East Polynesian princess, right? So first they had Moana, um, uh, which was, I'm not going to lie, I haven't seen Moana yet, but I've heard it's (gasps) very good. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't haven't seen Frozen 2 or Moana. I'm not a fan of Frozen. Um, Frozen's Frozen's yeah. terrible. No. Oh, God, dude. People <laughs> are going to hate us for this vlog. <laughs> they already hate they us, They already do hate us. We, yeah. But, um, you know, Disney, I think, is doing probably the best job as a studio. And, you know, in those developmental years, it's really important for kids to understand, like, we should all be equal and treat everybody how we want to be treated. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think Disney being one of those, you know, catering to this, like, developmental ages is doing such a great job in terms of representation, right? Like, first they had Moana, who was a Polynesian princess. Um, Now they have a Southeast Asian slash Polynesian princess in Raya, right? And then Mm -hmm. back in the day, they had Jasmine um, as well, I think.
4: Yeah. And then Princess um... Tiana
0: um, in The Princess and the Frog, although she spent most of that movie as a a frog. (laughs) The point I'm trying to make is Disney has made leaps and bounds compared to a lot of the other Um, You know, cinema studios and TV studios in the world. And I think all (laughs) studios should emulate Disney. So props to Disney.
2: Disney paying you for a (laughs) sponsor?
0: Yeah, this episode is actually sponsored by Disney, um, (laughs) Disney Plus. So get get on it in that wave, everybody. Um, Does anybody have any final thoughts about the show or about anything in general, to be honest? No? Really?
2: Uh, I think the show was uh, perfect and had no issues. <laughs> All right. Bro.
0: Oh, guys, I think I just heard my doorbell ring. It might be seeing <laughs> what the from Mumbai. All right, I'm going to go answer the door. So uh, let's go wrap up this episode. Um, yeah. So thank you, Shruti and yes, uh, Ria, so for being on and talking about this um, show with us. It was really entertaining episode, and I think – um, you guys had some really enlightening and good points to make um, and yeah. a really fresh perspective on it. So thank you very much for your awesome. time, right?
2: Thank you guys so much.
0: A little sneak peek into next week, everybody. We're going to be talking about the environment um, and we're going to have a, uh, you know, a very well-known environmentalist in our area. Um, so look, for, look forward to that. Um, other than that, all I have to say is start working on your bio datas. And stay safe in these difficult times, and we'll
4: see you next week. Night, everybody. Good Good night.